0: Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Finding Freedom. It is so great to be recording this evening. I've taken a little bit of a different approach to my space. So I'm sitting on my couch as opposed to my desk. I have my headphones in, laptop set up, microphone in front of me, and I'm ready to share a little bit about life, share a little bit about health and wellness because I love to talk about it. Um, I think where I want to start today is just being completely honest with where I am, what I'm doing, and kind of where I'm going. Now, what I really want to talk about and I think focus about on today's podcast and today's conversation is just about running... My own business. So, where I am today with this is I am in a mood to rebrand. This happens every so often. I think I've already done like one or two little rebrands, but it's when I'm growing and changing, I just feel this strong urge to change a lot of my environment. And I feel it a lot right now because of just like these signs or things that I've been experiencing that just makes me feel like I'm starting to grow and starting to really want to put myself into uh, new and challenging situations, meaning like I want to push myself for growth. And that's kind of the mood that I'm in is wanting to push myself for growth. Now, of course, that has to come with a little bit of change in branding and who I am and who I want to be, especially online. Um, I don't know. I've always felt myself really admiring or enjoying being online, watching people online, um... I really want to see myself develop in that way and and get to become more of a personality online. Now, that's not so to say a personality as in I want to be the the next. Oh my gosh, I don't even know. I'm I'm such a chill vibe kind of person on YouTube. I watch probably the chillest people you can watch. Um, I'm a sucker for vlog vloggers vlogging videos, days in the life. I don't know why. I just love to see what other people are doing in their life. Um, it, it inspires me to want to do these things in my life, but also to share it because I just enjoy watching it. So it's like, why don't I make the content and, and share that with people? So that's a little bit of what today is going to be in this, this conversation, is me just really sharing about life, creating that personal relationship with you, if you're a frequent listener, I really appreciate you coming back and listening and wanting to hear more about me and, and life and also learn stuff because I always like to leave a little bit of tidbit, actionable steps to take with you or reflection pieces, but I Was listening today to Emma Chamberlain, and I go in and out of of watching and and listening to her, as I think I do with all YouTubers and podcasters. But she was, she decided to share about running a business, and I could relate to it. Um, Not in the way of me selling actual items, but in the way of like selling services. So I could relate to some of the things that she was saying. And it's absolutely true. So <laughs> where I kind of want to start with it is just that running a business is hard. It is not easy. Now, when I was in university and I was coming out of university, everyone asked me, what did you want to do? Like what, like, what are you going to do after you're done? And being completely honest, I went into university into a very specific program that I had passion in and wanted to do, but I could not relate to everyone else with wanting to be a physiotherapist or occupational therapist and wanting to go straight into doing a master's degree. Like I could just not relate. I didn't really know what my career options were, but that's kind of how I uncovered uh, life coach or, or I uncovered life coaching at some point in my life and. Um, I did some certifications, and it really resonated, and that's how it led me down the path to wanting to start my own business. And when I was approaching the end of my degree, I had already started this business, and I would already started coaching some clients and working with people and really sharing myself online. And it really inspired me, and I was so motivated at this time that when I was coming out of school... I told myself, I'm going to go full-time into this. I'm going to to go for it, full force, full-time. I will be living off of this. And that has not been the reality. It is totally okay, but I'm being completely real and honest that that is just not how it works. And that's not how it works starting anything, running anything, planning programs, Uh, coordinating, trying to uh, create content, like stuff like that just does not happen overnight. And that's probably one of the biggest life lessons. And I've been learning that as I go along. But we can't just expect things to be successful right away. So part of what Emma Chamberlain was going on in her podcast was just sharing about some of the business actual struggles. So I want to give you a little bit of the behind the scenes a little bit of a deeper insight as to what it's like running a business, or at least um, some of the barriers or things to be mindful of that I can share from my experience. And this is just based on where I am, maybe some things running, some obstacles running into. So the first thing I would say is probably money. Now, I would love to say that, well, I had this thought the other day of what if we just never worried about money? What if money did not dictate the way that we were living our life? And it's crazy because that's such a big idea that is very much not reality and so big and hard to grasp because it's, we're so far away from that. Now, money is a financial, or sorry, is a struggle for wanting to run a business real and and raw because it takes a lot to be able to start something, to start things. Now, it is so awesome that we have social media platforms and these marketing platforms available to us for free and relatively free that we can get pretty far uh, using these free platforms. But... There's a lot of other costs that start to accumulate that are really important, really important for the development of a business. And that goes still for even if it's a service. So let's, some examples of those things would be like a website. You know, I spent money on my website and continuing to have to own a website and the domain and all these other things. They, it's a it's a factor, it's a financial factor to running a business. Other things include uh, how I record my podcast. so investing in that equipment to want to record higher quality audio and using platforms that are easier for people to access as far as having guests on the podcast and doing all those things. So you know there's there's those types of equipment and things to be mindful of. Um, other types of things that come in when running a service-based business online is probably the branding, the content creation. Now, if you are someone who is not like a frequent poster on social media or you're not using social media currently to run a business or run a service or anything like that, then you might not relate. But I'll give you the behind the scenes is that it's really hard to... Uh, stay consistent in posting on social media and if you're someone who is making a lot of money who is a content creator on social media you probably they probably are paying for those people to make a lot of those posts to be a regular and consistent poster on some of their social medias because it is a lot to manage so if you know maybe be able to manage something like um like Instagram and Facebook and Twitter is totally manageable. But having to record podcasts, making time for that, having to then edit them, post them, market them, um, there's so many of these other behind the scenes factors that are just so much, so important and valuable to a business that a lot of small business owners or uh, small based service providers would struggle with or could see struggle with. In- while they're trying to start a business. Now, I'm not sharing this information with you so that I can complain or rant because I have not been consistent, but it's more to share in case you're someone who's curious about it, wants to learn, wants to try and start. Now, we have so many resources to be able to start, and that's something I want to encourage you to do. If you are looking to make yourself a person on YouTube, make yourself a person on TikTok, do it. Why not? You have the opportunity to do it. If you try it for a while and it still doesn't feel like it resonates for you and it still doesn't give you energy after you do it, then maybe that thing is not for you. But if you keep feeling called back to it, keep feeling like you haven't quite fulfilled that thing, then there's probably part of you that belongs to that. You have to keep going with it. You have to follow some of those dreams. How do you know if the dream is good for you? This is a question I feel like I have to ask myself sometimes. It comes up in life coaching and working with individuals who are trying to become clearer with their identity or become clearer with their passion. And You really need to ask yourself, does this thing give me energy when I'm doing it? Does it feel like it has endless opportunity and possibility for you? For me, I'll I'll give an example of myself, is when I record a podcast, it's a single podcast, but it feels as if the possibility of it could be endless. And what I mean by that is I see endless opportunity to grow on this platform. I see endless opportunity to really grow into public speaking or speaking with other people or even making me feel more comfortable speaking to clients and um, other people who are looking for health and advice and consulting. And then... It goes even further than that, speaking to people on the streets and and completely random people and then going and speaking to professionals. And it, it, it just grows from there. It grows. It feels like I have the opportunity to build a community and make friends and really inspire. And I think that another way to know if it's for you is always come back to your reason why. Your reason why this thing is important to you. The reason behind why you initially wanted to start it, I think is always important. The further we go along getting down into something, the further we get away from that why or that starting reason. That starting reason as to why this idea or this this thing that you already started was important to you. And It's always a great opportunity to sit with yourself and ask yourself, why? Why did I start this? Why was this important for me? And it's totally okay if you get down the line of something and you feel like you've outgrown that reason why, or maybe that it doesn't resonate anymore. It's okay to want to change and adapt and want to create a new reason why because as we grow as we grow as people our reasons for wanting to do things grow with us or change or adapt Um, our priorities change we start to develop new goals and understanding but always come back to the why I'm going to leave it there how else might you know if something is for you it could be an intuitive feeling so I personally am a very visual learner I learn by seeing I learn by a really yeah by seeing um seeing things being done reading right all that good stuff Visually learning for me applies in the way that I feel my intuition. So for me, I, in my mind, I see very visual images of being successful in something. So um, if, I, if I know it's for me, I see myself succeeding in this thing or growing into an area where I see myself doing really well. And I've personally always been someone to want to follow the images that I, that I feel in, in myself and see in my head for myself. Um, this can be also known as a form of manifesting. So, if you're maybe you're not a visual learner and you somehow feel it differently or see it differently or do it differently, that is totally okay. But I just want to share my experience in case it resonates for you. Or now you're thinking of how you are intuitive and and observing and manifesting within yourself. Um, I observe and visualize myself being successful in this thing. And if I can see that, if I can see that as a reality for myself, then I intuitively feel that that thing is for me. And it inspires me and motivates me to keep going, truthfully. I, I hope that that resonated or a part of that feels, um, like it can progress you forward in some way. Now, talking and continuing on the path of being in business is that the businesses that we see being extremely successful, you know, they're oftentimes like very corporate businesses. The, the the big, big companies that just have so many people behind them um, that really allows them to get to that extent. And I've personally never seen myself getting to that extent within my business. But um, something that, that I found really resonated with me is asking myself the question of what does my rich life look like? And this could be a really great question for yourself to ask, journal about it, write it down. What does your rich life look like? And that question is going to be different for everyone. It, it should be different for everyone. You should not want something just because that's what you think you're supposed to have if you're rich. Um, and also, when I say rich, I don't necessarily mean rich financially. Um, there's people that make $100,000 a year and are, can be very happy or very happy. Heck, I make way less than that and I'm very happy. And it's because I have to ask myself, what do I need in my rich life? What are the things that are important to me that make me feel satisfied? And um, that's a really great question to ask yourself. And I want you to, to take that away for, with you today um, so that you can also learn that about yourself. Now, coming back to the the business and where I am today, today I am coaching the people that reach out to me. I'm reaching out to the people who I think I could really help or uh, that I could, sometimes I even feel an intuitive calling to actually message certain people because maybe they have something that they're experiencing that also resonates with me or or has had resonated with me that I feel I could help guide them through. I've had, um, or currently I, how I support my business is making these podcasts, wanting to look at how I can rebrand myself currently to make myself more of a person online. And this is going to take, a lot of time. This is the planning phase. It's 95% planning, 5% implementation, so it takes time. But looking at what are my options for putting myself out there, being who I want to be, sharing what I want to share, and really just thriving. I mean, I already thrive. I can be a person to thrive in any setting. One time, (laughs) one time I had a psychic, actually. I don't know if she a psychic. She might have been a medium. And she told me that I will always be someone who will be satisfied in whatever it is that I do. And I, she obviously answered that because I had been struggling with the internal question of what if I don't figure out what's meant for me? And maybe you can relate to this as a fellow young person. Uh, it, you know, anyone having had experience this in their younger life, is that half the time you don't quite know if what you're doing is what you're supposed to be doing? So that's why you have to find the things that resonate for you and that bring you back to that why, or that brings you clarity into realizing that um, you really do have endless opportunity. So when sh- when this woman had said this to me, that y'all I'll always be satisfied in you know whatever it is that I do, and it's true. For me, that's really true because I am someone who can find the joy in in little things. But there does become a point where you should not have to tolerate things in a work environment or in a career and just feel like you're settling. And I think that's also really important is that I'm someone who will give full force into anything it is that I do because I'm so willing to learn. I love learning. I've worked in so many different industries. I have so many certificates. I like to be the woman of all trades. I like to be the person that can be called to do anything. But there comes a time where you'll start to feel like you might outgrow a certain industry or a certain place. And that's totally okay. It's okay for that to happen. Um, Whether that's your personal business. Whether that is... Um, the place that you work for. It's okay to feel like you're outgrowing or changing um, and becoming a new person. Whether that leads to you changing careers, um, I want to encourage it. I want to say it's okay to do that. Things like education, never leave. We always have it there. Um, You should be always willing to learn. So I don't want that to be a limiting factor to decide whether you pursue something or you don't pursue something, especially if you are in the current stage of, of pondering that question as well of, you know, what are you doing with your life? Um, what do you see for yourself? And Yeah. I think I went on a giant tangent with this episode, but I really do want to leave it at that because I don't want to overdo it today. I feel like I'm sharing being a real person in this. I'm always a real person. I always like to be a real person online <laughs> on here. I have nothing to hide. That's the truth. So I'm here sharing with you uh, some, real, some real things where am i going where am i going with this i think that's where i want to end is where am i going with this with this podcast this business uh, i'm continuing to do it i don't give up this is for me this is meant for me and i need to stick to it it takes time it takes passion it's 95% planning 5% implementation and that really resonates and that's the truth so it's never too late to start something it's uh, always great to do it forever. So, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you. Please give this episode uh, a rating. I mean, rate the podcast. Don't I don't know if you can actually rate the episode. I don't think you can. Rate the podcast. Make sure to share it with your friends, family, someone who maybe has. There's a message in here for them. Um. Continue to follow and send me podcast requests, topics, specific topics you like to learn about. I am hoping to get more into fitness education on here as well as within my business and creating that as a service for people. So fitness consulting, wanting help, uh, maybe one-off sessions or multiple sessions on planning and creating workout plans for themselves and and for yourself, please. Let's do something like that together. Now, I hope you found some inspiration, some freedom, because that's what this podcast is all about, finding your freedom, the comfortability to talk about sometimes the hard, truthful topics. Anyways, love you guys. Talk in the next episode.